0: I'm Jim Cameron of Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing in Holly Hill, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, a program that delves into the latest in Volusia's governmental and political issues. Now, this show will include interviews with city and county as well as school board officials, members of our legislative and congressional delegations, and other members in the political community on a variety of topics. But everything will focus on matters that impact Volusia, directly or indirectly. And now for the news. Since the legislature adjourned on May 5th, Governor DeSantis has signed numerous bills, including House Bill 891, which sets up a pilot program testing out year-round schools, House Bill 1259, which gives charter schools a share of school district tax money for capital cost, Senate Bill 724, which will fund new technologies to combat seagrass depletion. Senate Bill 774, which increases financial disclosure requirements for local government officials. Senate Bill 1580, which allows healthcare providers and insurance companies to deny care or reimbursement for care if it opposes their ethical beliefs. Senate Bill 7054 aims to protect Floridians' privacy rights in reference to a U.S. Federal Reserve central bank digital concurrency. Senate Bill 1718 immigration steps up requirements for businesses to check immigration status of workers. It also cracks down on anyone bringing undocumented immigrants into Florida. From the Volusia Sheriff's Facebook page, Volusia deputy sheriffs are ready to take over law enforcement on Volusia beaches and approximately 53 beach safety officers will be transferring over to the sheriff's office or will remain as lifeguards and emts this is the result of house bill 1595 which was approved by the legislature and sent to the governor where it's expected to be signed. The sheriff's office posted with sheriff's deputies now providing law enforcement on the beach. There will be more lifeguards on duty. Currently, they have 200 part-time lifeguards and the sheriff's office said their deputies are already patrolling beaches. Also on the topic of law enforcement, Daytona Beach Police Department inducted 13 new officers who were sworn in this past week. Currently there are 241 sworn full-time officers and 105 sworn part-time officers and 81 civilians on the force. Next, the county is seeking applicants for several advisory boards. First, Code Enforcement Board. They'd like an architect, business person, engineer, general contractor, or subcontractor, or a Realtor, if possible. Next, contractor licensing construction appeals board they'd like a general electrical plumbing or mechanical contractor and a registered engineer or architect next environmental and natural resources advisory committee in next volusia growth management commission next Planning and Land Development Regulation Commission. Applicants must live in the unincorporated area of District 4, which is Northeast Fallujah. And the County Council will make the final selection on these members and applications are available at felucia.org advisory. And for more information, contact Deputy Clerk Carissa Green at 736-5920, extension 12613. Next, County Council meets today and on their agenda, ECHO Advisory Committee 2023 Work Plan and Goals and a request to fund a strategic planning process for Fiscal Year 2024. Also recommended changes to the ECHO guidebook. Also two appointments to the Housing Finance Authority. Also chair and District 5 appointments to the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee and district 5 appointment to the volusia forever advisory committee and then some upcoming meetings may 19th the volusia economic development quarterly breakfast seven thirty a.m daytona international airport may 24th 9 a.m river to sea tpo At Daytona International Airport. June first, first step shelter board location to be announced. And then May 26, 9 a.m., the county's tourist development council at the Ocean Center. This meeting will also include public participation, and you may know that the TDC advises the County Council regarding bed tax revenues and the operation of special events. Also, the City of DeLand will host several community forums as it updates its strategic plan. Their next and final forum will be Wednesday, May 24th, 6 p.m. at the Joyce Cusack Resource Center this forum will gather residents input about what the land should focus on for the next 10 years. Next, at their June 1st meeting, First Step Shelter Board could vote on a proposal to build affordable housing units on property adjacent to the shelter. The intent is to provide affordable rent housing for some 33 clients who seek to live independently. The proposal would entail four modular buildings with rents beginning at $400 a month. Now, these tenants would still have access to First Steps' meal program, caseworker services, medical clinic, and laundry facilities. Now, First Step execs Victoria Fallberg is seeking a grant from the Daytona Beach Racing and Rec District, as well as in-kind donations from the community. Stay tuned. And from Washington, Senator Marco Rubio introduces the Healthy SNAP Act And this is the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program or food stamps. The intent of the bill is to exclude junk foods like high-calorie Cokes and potato chips and and sugary snacks. And by promoting healthier diets, the intent is to reduce Medicaid expenses and it would also address food deserts in low-income neighborhoods by providing more fresh fruits and vegetables. Next, Senator Rick Scott is proposing School Guardian Act and this $70 billion block grant program through the Department of Justice would allow K-12 schools the funding to add armed officers and guardians across the U.S. Scott said this federal legislation is modeled after Florida's guardian program which was implemented in 2018 after the massacre at Marjorie Stone Douglas High School and currently 46 Florida school districts provide funding for armed guardians. Senator Scott is also talking to Democrats to gain bipartisan support for the plan. And Congressman Michael Waltz is continuing work on Coastal Communities Ocean Acidification Act, which directs the National Oceanic atmospheric administration to assist underserved and rural coastal communities that are facing the impacts of ocean acidification and to provide necessary resources to respond. More details to come. Next, the Port Orange South Daytona Chamber has hired Barbara Ann Hegan as President and CEO, and she will replace my longtime friend, Debbie Connors, who retired last year. Now, Barbara was previously President and CEO of the Greenwood, South Carolina Chamber, and she will be responsible for advocating for business and economic development. We wish you the best, Barbara. Next, this is a new item that I'm adding to the podcast, government terminology. The term is Coastal Construction Control Line, CCCL. Now, this is established by the Florida Department of Environmental Protection to define that part of the beach and dune system which is subject to severe changes based on a 100 year storm surge or storm induced waves. This is the area within which design considerations are required to protect the beach and dune system or proposed existing buildings, and the preservation of public beach access. You may be hearing about this in the next year or so. And in closing, I want to continue to announce that the U.S. debt stands at $31.7 trillion and after they canceled last Friday's meeting There's supposed to be a meeting of the House and Senate leadership, as well as President Biden, to address raising the debt ceiling by June 1st. Now, don't forget, the Senate is scheduled to go into recess this Friday. So stay tuned. And look for a new podcast episode to be released next week. And the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566 2140 and if I miss your call and not return it in eight business hours, I'll pay you $1,000. And in closing, I'd like to thank our first responders, particularly our firefighters, EMTs, and paramedics. They're on duty around the clock to assure our safety. They do a fabulous job, and to them, I want to say, keep up the good work. This is Jim Cameron saying, peace, love, and roll tide.